0: Go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello, and welcome to yet another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Terra. Today, I want to talk about specifically. Today, I want to talk to, specifically, business-minded podcasters. Now, that doesn't mean crappy business podcast. That means business-minded podcasters, which I wish we had a few more of them. You know, business-minded podcasters, there's a lot out there, but, you know, podcasting is still, even though it's 14 years old, kind of the wild, wild west. And I want to talk about some of the advice that we're giving to all podcasters, but why business podcasters might want to kind of rethink that. And that advice is and one that I have often trumpeted here on the program, is that you should pay attention to the biggest, most important audience you have. True. True. That's still a good idea. However, I want to talk about the future. And I want to talk about why ignoring most people today and instead focusing on the best people tomorrow is not only a good idea, but but going to be a whole lot easier. So my parallels today for the show, I want to draw between blogging and podcasting, a topic we could return to uh, again and again, and still not even scratch the surface of it. But I was reading an article the other day that showed that how many of the, of the case studies centered around business blogging, which is a huge number, and it compared those to the number of case studies around podcasting, which is a, a tiny tiny number. And it's weird because you know, it's not like blogging has been around that much longer than podcasting. Honestly, a couple of years, four years max, podcast has been around since 2004. Blogging has been around since, what, 2000? Well, I think I had my first blog in, in like 1999, but nobody else really did. a <laughs> very, very tiny thing. So there's a, big, there's a big wide difference, and there's lots of reasons for that. But one of the biggest reasons for that, I think, is that podcasting has taken a broadcast approach to how we, how we track and how we relate to our audience. Much more as something being broadcasted out to people who are passive consumers of the content as opposed to blogging, which is very much a digital content, which means two-way communication. Now, we have all the abilities to do two-way communications in podcasting, sort of. But we're going to have them all tomorrow. And that's what I want to talk about today is what we can do to focus on that that best audience tomorrow. So right now, you know that it is very difficult to talk back to a podcast. Sure, we've got options that are out there, but most people are listening in their car. They're listening with their phone in their back pocket. They're listening on smart speakers and, and doing other things, and they're listening in a distracted mode where their minds are somewhere else, which really limits the amount of Contact and touch we can have with those people back. And as such, we tend to focus again on less on and rewarding those interactions and focus more on trying to grow an audience and doing things like surveys and, and just hope that we're serving our, our needs right. But I think that's really a limitation of today's environment. And if we continue to travel down the path of limiting our thoughts on what's possible today, we don't get to tomorrow. So I just want you to think for a moment about the proliferation of smart devices and how we're now talking back to things. Even though that smart uh, assistance on phones like, I hate to say your name, uh, the S word, I'll say it quietly, Siri, on, on my iPhone, I didn't use it for the longest time, but I'm starting to more and more now. Need a quick answer, I can get that reply back. Same thing for smart speakers. So we're starting to talk back to them more. It won't be long before our cars do more of that, even though we've had some voice interaction for cars. But I think that's going to increase. I think that the technology, the trajectory is going to be that that becomes easier. That's number one. Two, I think it's also going to become much more easier to have better engagement tracking. And this terrifies us all in a post-Cambridge Analytica world. I get it but I think it will get better to the point where you as a podcaster might be able to figure out, and this is going to sound scary and I don't mean it to be scary, who's listening? But better than that, who's actually engaging? Right now it's tough to engage with the show. I I would love to, for shows to know that I'm actually listening so they can talk to me specifically. Wouldn't you like that? And I know, I know. Post Cambridge Analytica, that all sounds scary and it will totally be used for nefarious purposes. I get it, but I'm There's also good uses. You have to understand that. And also, you can't fight the change. It's coming. The the regulation we have to trust will keep the privacy issues uh, at bay. We can only hope. So, right now, the reason I say ignore most people is most people never interact with the show. Most people listen. They might enjoy it, they might not enjoy it, and you never hear from them. If your show has 100 listeners, chances are you don't know who 99 of them are, or 90 at least. You have no idea. And you're probably never going to know that. However, you do know some things. Your best listeners are the ones who are already, with all of the challenges in front of them, engaging with your content. They're the ones who are sending you email saying, I like your show. They're the ones like Gary Leland, who just reached out to me yesterday and said how much he enjoys this show. Thank you, Gary. They're the ones who are leaving reviews. They're the ones who are clicking the links that you have inside of your episode details on the device. It's not most of them. Most people aren't doing that. It's only a very small percentage who are doing that. But that number will continue to grow as the technology hurdles lower, as our, as a person consuming content on this mobile device gets better, as new technologies are launched to make those episode details more meaningful, more interactive and clickable. That's going to happen. It doesn't happen today, but it's going to happen in the future. So my advice, which I'll take the next three minutes and talk about in great detail, is that you should focus on those people that are doing it right now and ask for more. Reward your most loyal listeners. It's a Patreon world where we think about our <laughs> our most our most uh, our most beneficial our, our best listeners are the ones who contribute money for us. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I want to reward people who are actively engaging with my show right now, and you should do the same. In fact, you should build all of your content. Here's the heresy: you should build all of your content around getting those people to engage. Does your content business minded podcaster? want to get people to engage? Probably not today because it's hard to engage. I get it, but it's not going to be hard to do that in the future. So right now, start planning out your episodes and the content within your episodes around actions you want people to take. Even though most people will not click links inside of your episode details, you should still put them in there and you should still track for them meaning Google Analytics tracking, or something else so you know when that has actually happened. Not as an afterthought, but as an active action that you took on purpose. Plan for those people. You should be actively reaching out to those who have left you ratings and reviews. If you don't know how to track that, you should. You should be replying to every single person that sends you a comment on your blog. But you can't stop there. You should be tracking and understanding who's sharing your content, either in podcast form or the blog post that goes with your podcast. How is that being shared? How are your social posts that you make about your show being shared? Reward those people. Yes, it's hard today, but it will become easier in the future if you get a good process in place. And yeah, that means you're going to have to spend some money on some monitoring services. You're just going to have to. It's the nature of doing business that's going to become easier and those services become cheaper is the really good news. But you should start now focusing on your best customers because tomorrow it'll be easier for more people to become that best customer and engage and interact with your brand. Start doing it now so you get yourself trained in the process of creating content and Adding technology to content that enables good and solid interactions. I promise you that will become easier so as you focus on the best people as the technology will improve. So that becomes a lot easier tomorrow. Now, to do all of this, obviously you have to have a plan up front. What do you want people to do? And that's a that's a mistake a lot of businesses make when they get into podcasting. Where a lot of business-minded people get when they get into podcasting is they kind of ignore that I can help you with that Evo at podcastlaunch.pro go to podcastlaunch.pro for more information about how I can help and I shall be back, I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications Cheers
1: While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few you can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet.